Welcome, listeners, to our review of A Quiet Place. So, A Quiet Place is a 2018 American science fiction horror film directed by John Krasinski from a screenplay by Brian Woods, Scott Beck, and Krasinski, and a story by Woods and Beck. Apparently, their original screenplay only had one line of dialogue. That's bold. Yes. Although, there's not much more than that, is there? Now, there's a couple of scenes that have a you know a good back and forth conversation. I read that apparently they were never going to put in the subtitles for the sign language. That is true. How crazy would that have been? I'm so glad they did. They I think th- we would have lost too much. They thought by the gestures and what they were doing, like really emoting with their hands, that they'd be able to pick up on what they were talking about. Nah, I disagree. Nah, I'm so glad they, they decided to put the subtitles in. But this stars Emily Blunt, John Krasinski, Noah Jupe, and Melissa Simmons. The plot revolves around a family struggling to survive in a post-apocalyptic world inhabited by blind extraterrestrial creatures with an acute sense of hearing. So these two guys who wrote the film, Brian Woods and Scott Beck, they grew up together in Iowa and they'd watched a lot of uh, silent films in college before they began working on the story that led to this film. They use their experience growing up in farmland as the setting, including a grain silo as a place considered dangerous in their upbringing. So a lot of uh, stuff that happened in their own childhood. Well, you write what you know. Exactly. But they began writing A Quiet Place in January 2016 and Krasinski read the initial script the following July. The concept appealed to him as parents protecting their children, especially as they were about to have their second child. Him and Emily Blunt, obviously. Lucky bastard. So by March 2017, Paramount had bought Beckham Wood's script and they'd hired Krasinski to rewrite the script and direct the film. I mean, is he a writer? <laughs> he takes these these two lifelong friends' work, you know. You know, that's good. Let's, let's beef it up a bit here. But you know me, the funny guy from The Office, I reckon I could write better than you. <laughs> this was his third director credit as well. The other two being not from major studios, like sort of indie films, I guess. Mm. Emily Blunt didn't want to be cast in the film, but she read the script on a plane flight and immediately told her husband, I need to do this. I mean- yeah, He obviously agreed and they both were cast in the starring roles. Yeah, you can't. And it's, it's great that there is the two of them here because- It worked well for the marketing as well. Both of them out, you know, uh, hyping up the film worked well. So production took place from May to November in 2017. The filmmakers basically spent their budget locally, including purchasing 20 tons of corn, which they hired local farmers to grow to set up the the house and the fields. For the silo or like plants. Yeah. Like, you know, the scenes where they're running through the cornfields. Yeah. Wouldn't they just like, like film on location in cornfields? No, they made their own. Ah, you kind of think it'd be easier to just <laughs> film on location in a cornfield, yeah? yeah. I mean, it, sa- it, it sounds right. Wouldn't it be easier to bring the actors to the corn, not the corn to the actors? No? Maybe that's just me. No, maybe that's why you're not a filmmaker. Clearly. So during filming, the crew avoided making noise, so diegetic synchronized sounds like the rolling of a dice on a game board could be recorded. The sounds were amplified in the post-production, so it was basically silence on the set at all times. Makes sense. Setting up the mood. Mm-hmm. So there is a bit of use of, of score in this film as well. Krasinski justified it wanting the audience to re, uh, remain familiar with watching a mainstream film and not feel like part of a silence experiment. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think they did enough to have this movie be a different experience for filmgoers. They didn't need to go all in with no subtitles, no score. Just complete silence. They didn't need it. So <laughs> what they did worked and I'm glad someone showed 
you know, restraint. Yeah, it works well. So, Melissa Simmons, the the actress who plays the daughter, she's actually deaf. She became deaf due to a, a medication overdose as an infant. I mean, what a terrible reason for becoming deaf. Yeah, that's pretty rough. This was her second film she was in. She starred in Wonderstruck uh, about a year ago, which I did see and I don't think I liked. Is she one of the main characters in? Yeah, she is. It stars okay. Julianne Moore in it as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think from memory, wasn't the biggest fan of it. So, this has music by Marco Beltrami, who did the score for iRobot, World War Z, and Quiet Place Part 2. Yep, cool. Cinematography by Charlotte Bruce Christensen, who did the cinematography for Fences and The Hunt. Nice. So, obviously, there's a bit of motion capture in this film for the aliens. John Krasinski actually played the monster <laughs> at certain points. Why? Why? <laughs> Why not? Surely there's other people around. <laughs> He's a big lanky kind of guy. Why not? I don't know. But this was released on the 2nd of April in 2018 with a runtime of 90 minutes with a tagline of, if they hear you, they hunt you. Straight to the point. It is. Uh, they could have done better. Yeah, they definitely could have. Seventeen million dollar budget, grossed one hundred eighty eight million in America, Damn. and three hundred forty one million worldwide. So what a success! Wonder how much of that Krasinski and Blunt would see. <laughs> I don't think they would have seen too much of that. You don't think they had a little percentage of it? I don't know. Maybe they got their fees and moved on. Mm. Well, that would certainly change for A Quiet Place too. <laughs> definitely. My God, they would be charging more. <laughs> so, although this film was a box office success, the movie theatre businesses probably grew less and less enthusiastic about this film over time. Why, why would you think that? Because of the sound of the food not being eaten. Exactly. Do you buy that, though? Come it, on. I mean, I could see it happening. If you go see A Quiet Place in the movies, are you going to go buy popcorn and your Maltesers and yes, because chomp I away? Wouldn't, I wouldn't know that the whole movie is actually so quiet. So, But yeah. as it goes on, if you go, oh, this is a great movie, I'm going to go watch it again. Nah, no chips for me today, thanks. So they're losing business on the second viewings of people on, in the candy bar? Well, do you know how- Plus, popcorn's pretty quiet food. The revenue that most film goers or most film cinemas get is through their food. So, if they're coming in and watching this movie that they're not going to make much profit off. Yeah, but my my point is they're buying food before they go inside the cinema. Yeah. So, it's not like they realize it's But they're not going to be buying it. But, but they don't know. Surely they, surely people who are going to see this film know what this is not about. Not to that extent. Yeah. I think you're looking too far into it. I think you've seen some stupid bit of trivia and you're running with it. How dare you talk about IMDb <laughs> trivia like this? Because <laughs> I also saw that yes. trivia and I turned my nose up at it. <laughs> But this was nominated for one Academy Award that year. It was nominated for Best Sound Editing. Okay. Which it lost to Bohemian Rhapsody. Ah, get fucked. It would have been nice to give a quiet place. Just give it one, all right? Yeah. But let's look at the reception here. Rotten Tomatoes has this at 95%. Metacritic has it at 82. Letterboxd have it at 3.7. And IMDb have it at 7.5, over 357,000 ratings. So, just above average for IMDb? Pretty much. Now, I remember way back in the day when we did review this separately on different podcasts, you were much more glowing about it than I was. Both recommends, but on different levels. You were very negative, I uh, I don't think I was. I gave it a good a good rating. It was a recommendable rating. What you, did you give it? Back then, I gave it three stars. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. What did you give it? Was it four or four and a half? I think I gave it four and a half back then. Wow. Okay. Let's see where we end up. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. Let's get into it. Thank you very much, listeners, for checking out this patron preview. Yeah, if you want to check out the whole episode, we've got everything over on patreon.com slash imdbjourney. And we've got over 50 bonus episodes over there too, including various film series like the Die Hard series, X-Men series, Mission Impossible series. We've also gone through some notable film directors 
such as Wes Anderson, Edgar Wright and Quentin Tarantino. That's right, there's also tons of other benefits too, early access to our main show, patron-only polls that we put up on the regular. Yeah, exactly. You can also shape the show the way you want it to be by telling us what films you would like us to break down. And Dean said it's spot on patreon.com slash imdbjourney. Go ahead and head on over there and check out all the rewards and benefits we have to offer. And we thank you once again for checking us out. Thanks, y'all. 